This is Jack Burton in the Pork Chop Express, and I'm talking to whoever's listening out there. It's a pretty amazing planet we live on here, and a man would have to be some kind of fool to think we're all alone in this universe. There is a hidden world where ancient evil weaves a modern mystery. What's going on here? Is this some kind of... Magic. The darkest magic. Ow! They call it Little China. Finally, we shall bring order out of chaos. It's where big trouble was waiting for Jack Burton. Who? Jack Burton. Me. Jack. Jack. Jack! They told him to go to hell. He make one move. And that's just where he's going. Somebody, I don't care who, tell me what is going on. How are you going to spring us? I have no idea. There are many mysteries, many unanswerable questions, even in a life as short as yours. <coughs> My destiny rests in your capable hands. Hey, I'll do my best. Oh, God, is this really happening? This is gonna take Cracker Jack timing, Wang. One, two, three. We may be trapped. Total concentration. Safety. Oh, yeah. You ready, Jack? I was born ready. Way to go, Jack. Jack Burton's coming to rescue your summer. Hey, what more can a guy ask for? 20th Century Fox presents Kurt Russell in John Carpenter's Big Trouble in Little China. It's all in the reflexes. Welcome to the Mad Dad Movie Review, a podcast for first-time movie reviews starring Mads and her dad. I'm Mads. And I'm her dad. And this is Mad Dad Movie Review. And we are back. It's been a couple weeks. Decided to take last week off. Have no fear, though. I do have plans for RoboCop. Not gonna just flat-out cancel that one. We will... Be checking in on Robocop in another episode. <laughs> so, that being said, we're just going to, we just decided to take last week off, wrap up September with Big Trouble, which we're doing with this. And then next month, October, Halloween, big month for us, so stick around. Um, so, yeah, that being said, How's you doing? Good. How have you been? Good. 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 How many times are you going to repeat me? Oh, I don't know. I can do this all day long. That could be the podcast. Just That'd saying be good. good. I probably wouldn't listen good. to that kind of podcast. <sighs> so things have been good. I can't complain myself. Got that, uh, that new deck. It's coming along. Other than that, I've just been, uh, my new room without a door. <laughs> You're welcome, by the way. So, you know. <laughs> Mads, what did we watch this week? Big Trouble in the Wait, you know what? Before we even get into that, I forgot to let people know where they can find us. They can listen to our previous episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, Stitcher, and wherever else you enjoy your favorite podcasts. You can follow us on Facebook.com at Mad Dad Movie Review. Instagram.com at Mad Dad Movie Review. And Twitter.com at Mad Dad Movie Pod. Oh, 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 oh. Jay almost forgot. YouTube at Mad Dad Movie Review. Uh-huh. 
And also, you can email any questions, comments, requests, whatever you got. Email MadDadMovieReview at gmail.com. And that being said, what did we watch this week? Big Trouble in Little China. Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, I love this one. What were your first impressions of Big Trouble in Little China? Confusing. Confusing? Yeah. This is one that I grew up watching. Um, I can't pinpoint my first time seeing it, but I was very young. I actually have memories of watching this on video at my old house in White Marsh. So that be, that would put me at like four. <laughs> I remember it. I don't know. I mean, this, this movie um, does a lot of things that just stick with you. A lot of... Uh, visuals so to speak i remember the the very last scene it's always always like just stuck with me so i don't know i've seen this movie a lot um kind of like uh a lot of my favorites i i i can't put a number on it um at least a dozen i i love the hell out of this movie so yeah that being said um nitty gritty so let's get down to the nitty gritty. So Big Trouble Little China was released July 2nd, 1986 from 20th Century Fox. It opened up in 12th place against uh, Karate Kid Part 2, Ruthless People, Top Gun, Psycho 3, and Disney's The Great Mouse Detective. Opening weekend grows $2.7 million. It ended up totaling out at $11.1 million. On a budget of nineteen to twenty-five million, so initial run back in the eighties didn't make money, lost money for the studio, but over time, I guarantee this money is made. This movie's made its money back in then, so guarantee it. You got rent, VHS rental and sales revenue. You got DVD sales. You've got Blu-ray sales. You've got um, the Scream Factory acquisition of 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 the 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 new Blu-ray they just put out. I know that that you know mm-hmm. helped with making the. I mean, Twentieth Century Fox is now owned by Disney, so I I, I don't really see them hurting mm-hmm. for money. <clears throat> so this was directed by John Carpenter. Produced by Larry J. Franco. Written for the screen by Gary Goldman and David Weinstein. Music by John Carpenter and Alan Howarth. Edited by Steve Markovich, Mark Warner, and Ed Warshilka. Ed Warshilka. Yeah, got it. And, of course, John Carpenter film. So, cinematography was done by Dean Cundy. Starring Kurt Russell as Jack Burton. Kim Cattrall as Gracie Law. Dennis Dunn as Wang Chi, James Hong as David Lopan, Victor Wong as Egg Shen, Kate Burton as Margot Litzenberger, Donald Lee as Eddie Lee, and Susie Pai as Malian. Tell me what you thought overall about this movie. Because, let me say... Watching this movie with you the other night was fun as hell because <laughs> your reactions were just gold. Like, I've never heard you say, what the hell is that? <laughs> like, what the hell? And I, not literally, you didn't say what the hell, but in, in so many words, you basically were like, what the hell is going on? Like, what am I watching? What have you done to me? This is going to be a fun episode. So tell me, like, what do you think? Very confusing. Like, I understood what was going on, but it got confusing when they were doing one thing at one point, they turn around, and it's a whole other thing. That happens a lot in this movie. Yeah. You think you're watching one thing, and then something else happens, and then it's a totally different genre and altogether. it just loses your mind at some point until they put it back on. I mean, what is Big Trouble in Little China? Is it a comedy? Is it an action film? Is it a horror film? Is it a martial arts film? Is it a drama? Is it a kid's film? It's, is it's, it fantasy? Is it sci-fi? It's got literally every element yeah. you can think of. Mainly, there's a lot of comedy in it. But I feel like it's a comedy and thriller. I, no, to me, this is an action comedy. 
this is up there with some of the the great cult uh, cult films. Isn't action and thriller the same thing? No. Thriller's like you're more suspenseful, like serious, Uh, like, you know. Then, yeah. Uh, Comedy and action. Yeah. So. Okay. Cool. So why do I love this film? I'll tell you why. Because it was a childhood favorite of mine that plays and acts like a video game. I love this film because green eyes are better than blue. Mm-hmm. I love this film because I too enjoy betting double or nothing on a chip bottle, on a chop bottle, as a last resort bet <laughs> against my friend. I love this film because of the reaction Jack gives when firing off the gun for the first time. I love this movie because of Jack's face when he goes backwards in the wheelchair. I love this film because may the wings of liberty never lose a feather. I love this film because, boy, it sure is raining cats and dogs. I love this film because the Coupe de Vils, the Coupe de Vils do the theme song at the end. Big trouble in little China, yeah. This movie's great. I love it because it's just a unique roller coaster ride of a film. And finally, I love this movie because it's on the reflexes. It's on the reflexes. So, Critics Corner. Don't really have much. Didn't really take notes of the critics, like, specifically what they said for this one because, um, not gonna lie, I kind of half-assed my research, um, when it came to that department. Um, but I do have some. Rotten Tomatoes. I have, I have, I have the scores. Rotten Tomatoes score of 78% from 45 reviews. It's got a Metacritic Metascore of 53 from 15 reviews and an average letterbox score of 3.7 out of 5. So yeah, I mean, the, the, the general consensus of the film, mixed reactions. Some loved it, some hated it, some didn't understand it. Mm. Others were like, okay, another run-of-the-mill film from John Carpenter. Next! I mean, you, yeah, you know. I understood it, but at some point it can get confusing until you get back on track, but... Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I understood what was going on. Like, I, it, it tries to take your mind places to be like, oh, this is what's going on. But then they try making you think this is what's going on. And they don't focus on the main thing, <coughs> which is trying to get Wang, is that his name? Hmm? Wang, is that his name? Wang. Yeah, Wang's um, fiancé back. That's like the main thing that they're doing. Well, let's let's just break it down then. Let's just just let's try something different. Um, this format for this episode, try it, see how it feels. We're just gonna go down top to bottom and discuss and talk about the movie. So, the movie starts basically. You got Jack Burton in his truck, driving around rainy night, monologuing, talking. <laughs> Talking like John Wayne, he, he's got. Did you pick up on that? The way he talks, like it's it's like this. Hey there, pilgrim. Yeah. I'm, he's, he talks I wasn't like, like a cowboy. About until you said it. But oh, yeah. I was intentional. Oh yeah, it's it's good stuff. Um, so yeah, Jack Burton starts with him, um, and after the monologuing, he's um, works over. Yeah. And he's betting. He's he's gambling with a bunch of other truck drivers, um, as well as of his, as well as his friend Wang. Um, what ends up happening, more or less, is Jack makes makes out pretty good, wins the money, um, wins Wang's money, mm-hmm. and Wang goes broke. <laughs> Wang's broke, and so like a last ditch effort is he's got this bottle and a meat cleaver, and he's just like. I'll bet you double or nothing. I can slice this bottle. No, no issues. I would. Yeah, that's it. No. So Jack takes him up on the bet, and what happens? Slice down. It doesn't shatter. No, it just it shoots over to Jack, and just instantly, just quickly Great grabs it. All in the reflexes. Great reflexes. Jack's exactly. A funny guy. Yeah. It's all in the reflexes. So then, he's got no money. He owes Jack, and even though he has no money for him, he still goes on and asks for a favor. The <laughs> balls on this guy, I tell you. 
So he asked um, if he could take him to the to the, the airport, um, pick up his fiance. Um, to which Jack, you know, he reluctantly does it, and they go. And so now we're at the airport, and this is the scene where. Okay, so. This is where it gets confusing. Jack, we. This is where we meet Gracie Law, Kim Cattrall's character. Jack signed her up. Gracie's there to pick up her friend, who mm-hmm. happens to be. I should also take note. This is like China. It's not. This is in San Francisco, but it, it's a lot of Asians because it's. Um, I, I think this is a flight from. I don't know where the flight's from, but the the, the movie takes place in Chinatown. So, so it it's irrelevant to what I'm even saying. So the friend. So Jack's there eyeing up Gracie. Gracie's there picking up her friend. Wang is waiting for his fiance who is coming off and then there's this gang mm-hmm. who is there to kidnap Gracie's friend. So what ends up happening is Jack inadvertently gets mixed up with everything because he's Jack's trying trying to get Gracie. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to be, you know, sway and, and, and slick. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, this is all going on. He doesn't know the who girl you and are. the guys end up taking Wang's fiance instead. So now Jack and Wang are after this gang who have um Meow in the back, um, tied up. So there's a chase scene, Jack and Wang are in his big Jack's big truck and they go they're driving through the alleys of Chinatown. And this is where a funeral is taking place and this is where the action kicks in because this funeral is taking place and then the funeral yes it does get confusing so then the funeral gets pretty much ambushed by two rival gangs you got the 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 chang sings and the wing kongs and they're fighting that all and they're literally Jack and and Wang are literally in the middle of this. Like, no one's even paying attention to them. though. like they're just they're just in the truck. All this is going on. Then Jack's all of a sudden, we're all confused. And all of a sudden, yeah. to add add on to this pile, these three like gods come down <laughs> out of nowhere. You know, one guy is got he's like full of lightning. Um, Another's rain because it's rain, thunder, and lightning. That's the three. Yes, exactly. And so what we got now is Jack and Wing trying to make a run for it in the truck. And And this is where we see Lopan. This is where yes, this is where we meet the film's antagonist, Lopan. That's where it gets confusing. They all of a sudden turn, and then it's the people who stole. Well, no, because Jack runs them over. Never. Jack takes in his truck. He runs over Lopan, mm-hmm. and then Lopan. Went Lopan, up. not Lopan yeah, Lopan. Yeah, he nothing happens. Basically, they end up running out, running away from yeah. the truck, but on foot, away from this fight, away from all of this, and then that's Turn when and he runs into Eddie. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, and this is where Eddie, and this is where we're also introduced to Egg. And they're just pretty much regrouping now in this this little this. I'm assuming it's Eddie's home, or it might be Egg's home. But they're just hey, they're they're, they're, they're somewhere. They're like at a restroom. They're, they're restroom. safe. Yeah, <laughs> they're away from everything until Gracie all of a sudden just barges in the house like it's hers. Yeah, <laughs> she comes like. I, I don't even know where like, she just out of nowhere here's Gracie Law like Jack's like she can't get enough of me <laughs> it's like no but and, uh, and, and me as a viewer I'm, I'm just over here like really <laughs> she doesn't even so, know the people <laughs> so this is where Kim Cattrall just more or less inserts herself into the plot mm-hmm. and they come up with a plan they have to get in Jack has to in order to get through Jack has to get the skies and he goes to uh, to see these like women like these mm-hmm. these China women and because that's where Meow is held up 
Remember, she's tied up in that room. So this is where Jack comes in, and he's just dorked out, dressed to the nines. Just he's it's got his hair parted to the side, big thick dork glasses. This like heavy, big brown suit. It remind me of the guy from um, the Babysitter that movie. Um, when he's in school, I forget his name. The Babysitter. The baby. The um, babysitter, the horror movie. Oh. I forget the kid's name. Um, yeah, yeah, he does yeah, wear that he, suit, but he Jack's wearing yeah. like a full suit. Yeah. Not just the coat. So, then the three, the 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 the, the three guys that came down from the sky during the fight earlier show up here again, <laughs> and this is where they actually. Take her. That's where you find out they're bad guys. They, they take her, the fiance, and they just they they dip out. Mm-hmm. Um. And then yeah, this is where. They go in, to this is where the, the pretty much the video game as I'm watching it <laughs> begins because so then Jack and Wang go in. And. It it starts from there. So Morgan, <laughs> we get introduced by Mor, Mor- Margo. Margo, Margo, not Morgan. Yeah. So Morgan. Let's talk about this Margo character. Margo. So then, Margo shows up around this point, and she's been she's a reporter. Was she working with Gracie? She just enters the movie like Gracie, like out of nowhere. Know, like, oh. like, who are you? Like, I know who she is. She's from the show Rescue Me. But, like, the character, like... When she just barges into Gracie's ha- office, <laughs> and everyone else is confused, and Gracie's like, oh, she's the reporter. She's my friend. It's like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. All right, so this is where Ed, this is where Jack and Wayne go, and then... Help me out here. They go in the first time, and then... They go in... They make it. I know they make yeah, it. Yeah, they go in there. Refresh they, my memory, because I'm, I'm thinking they go of much in stuff a, right uh, now. They, like, they have to... Um, they go in there. They have to act like they work there. Like, oh, this is a late-night shift. Like, mm-hmm. They go into a room. They find a secret passage that leads to an elevator. The elevator starts filling up with water. Yes, the water elevator. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. They go out. There's, like, dead bodies just hanging mm-hmm. in there they yep. get out and i'm pretty sure that's when they got caught from they get caught because this is where they're 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 they're, they're over the water because they're, they're in the room like, with the bodies and they, they look up and then it's not lopan who is it that they, they find? It's, it's one rain? of the three it's, it's rain or lightning I'm, i think it's a, one of the three i'm pretty gods. sure it's lightning okay yeah it's lightning Lightning and that's when, yeah, because he's got the red ball, and he's like, he's just hitting him with it. He's like making the red mm-hmm. ball like blast at Jack, like he's getting punched. He's not getting punched. He's mm-hmm. just this ball is doing all the dirty work for him. Because it's definitely not rain. And he's beating the crap out of him with this red ball. And then this is where. How do they escape this? I'm. Oh, um. And they took too long, so Gracie and uh, I forget who else. I know Gracie was there. Um, another person. Wait. Probably Margo. No, it was not Margo. Was it Eddie? It was. Either Eddie or Eddie. Eddie. It was Eddie. Okay, yeah. Eddie goes in there, um, because he gets caught. Him, Gracie, Mar- Margo was there. Him, Gracie, Margo get caught. Um. I know Jack gets out because he had a knife. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the knife. So they get out. That they get out. Um, Thunder catches them, and they lock Thunder in the room, and then that's when Jack goes down the stairs with his funny face. <laughs> no, he's not in the wheelchair yet. He is in the wheelchair. This is a, oh yeah, he is. He is. Yeah, this, he's, this, he's, this, yes, right. They're in the wheelchair at this part, and he goes down and makes that. And yes, exactly. So this is where we're introduced, formally introduced to Lopan, the, mm-hmm. the the film's villain. Um, funny guy, James Hong. He's got the old makeup mm-hmm. on in this scene. That's right, the old makeup, and he explains, you know, 
um, why he wants Meow, and that's in, in, in the green eyes. He, he explains the uh, the significance of the green eyes, and then the chair. So then after this, you're really doing a good job of helping me recite this movie because the first half is always like I'm, I've never actually like thought about the movie in sequential order before like this. Um, oh, I understood it. Yeah. So. Yeah, pull it up so I have some re- something to reference as we're doing this episode. All right, here's the cast. That's what I have so far. Okay. It's on the reef. So then what happens at this? They get out. They get the, so the, the wheelchair breaks, right? Is that how? Not the wheelchair. No. What happens is, I remember. So he goes Thank down you. the stairs. There's a tunnel. I, it's like a... I forget what they're called. Oh, wishing well. It's it's not a wishing well, but it's a well. Mm-hmm. He gets stuck there, and he's about to fall over, but somehow Jack's strength, he find, he uses it to pull the chair back up. Yes. And then he gets, he um jumps out of the chair, and the chair falls back. Mm-hmm. So. So all right. So real quick, going back to when we're introduced to Wang, uh, not Wang. I'm sorry, Lopen. So Lopen, as I was mentioning earlier, the green eyes. Um. What that means is Lopen needs a special green-eyed girl to break an ancient curse, mm-hmm. and that's why he's after um, Meow. So apparently, centuries ago, he was a great warrior and an even greater wizard, and he was defeated in battle by the first um, emperor. And with that defeat came a curse. And that's why he is the way he is, and that's why he's gonna marry a w- woman with green eyes. And this script is really deep. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what they they regroup with the group with with a. Okay, I I remember this now. So this is after this sequence, they regroup out of the place with with egg, and um. The, 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 the I think it's the Chang Sing group from earlier in the film. Um, yeah, Wang, Jack, Marco, yeah. Gracie, and Eddie. Those are the main people who were doing doing all this. Yeah. And they go back. Mhm. They go. They go back because no Gracie. No. No. Now I'm thinking. No. No. That's later in the film when they get married. Um. No, they go, so this is when, on their way out, I remember it now, I don't even need this, I don't even need the notes anymore. So, before they even get out and regroup with the grant, with the gang and Egg, this is where Gracie gets kidnapped by our big furry uh, friend. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it's when they're all leaving, and Gracie gets, she's in the, she's in the back of the group, and then she but gets pulled in. you think it's all going to end? And then all of a sudden... Well, you think you've seen it all in this movie. Mm-hmm. Nope. Carpenter throws in this, this big freaking creature. random creature with a tiny face <laughs> and a big bulky furry body. Just to make this thing... The movie just... It's longer than you think. Like, it's an hour and a... Isn't it like an hour and a half? It's an hour and a half, yeah. So yeah. he's with... He's... So the... the he, Lopan's gonna marry both of them now. Mm-hmm. At this point. they both have green eyes. Yes. And they go back... So this is the sequence. This is pretty much. This takes us to the end, and the big hall room with decked out all around with eighties glowing neon, and a freaking escalator, like a mall escalator, in the middle of this thing. But you got the escalator. You've got the wall to wall neon. I mean, this room is screaming nineteen eighties. So this is where our climax is going to take place in this room. There's a big fight that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the god, one of the three gods, ends up getting killed with a sword. Another one ends up Thun- no, blowing lightning. himself up. Thunder got blown up. Lightning got stabbed with a sword. And I forget what happened to Rain. Which one, like, gets all big and blows himself up? Like, spontaneous combusts. Thunder. It's on the reflexes. Yeah, no. Yeah, it is thunder. Thunder. Okay. 
um, lightning, he would have. He a lot of fighting going on. And then all of a sudden, this low pan and eggs and egg. They have this fight. And it's like their rings and their powers. And their rings are like this. They, their rings showcase this warrior. And they're clashing in the light during the ring phase. While all this like big battles going on elsewhere with everyone. Um, I didn't even touch on a bunch of stuff like um, Jack in particular. You know, let's talk about Jack for a second, okay? Jack's, still... Jack's not even the main character of this movie. Yeah. He's the most popular sidekick in film history, I swear to God. He's not the main character of this, but that's okay. He. You would think he is because he's to, the main on the To the, like to the general guys. public, yeah, he is. But to the story, he's nah, like... Wang is the main character. This is Wang's It's Wang's girl. fiance. Exactly. Like... <laughs> and Jack, he's got... The, the the heavy cowboy John Wayne accent that Kurt Russell's going for. He's got this gnarly tank top with this badass Asian design on it, which I need to get that. I really want to get that. I think Fright Rags actually sells that shirt. Um, and he's just random. He's funny as hell. He doesn't know how to f- fire a gun. Oh, it's fun. He uses one hand and just goes for it. And it's like, yeah, no. that's not how you use two and you have to aim. He doesn't aim. He just goes for it. He's incompetent as hell, okay? There's one fight scene where he knocks himself out before the fight even starts. Because uh-huh. he shoots up in the air and, and all the, 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 the ceiling just falls down like and rocks and like hits him and knocks him Everyone out. Everyone ignores so the, that. Everyone just goes on. And, and that's, that's that's the final battle, actually, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it is. They're all starting and like Jack's just... No, thun- well, that's the like main, like huge battle, yes. The, um, the other one... There's one with... Um, what? There's one I remember because in the end, Wang, no, not Wang. Yeah, Wang is getting chased by Thunder, and that's that's a little mini fight, but the last like main huge fight, yes, is. And there's also um this like floating eye. There is, and that connects to. It's it's Lopan. It's Lopan can. That's how Lopan can see because he's mm-hmm. getting ready for his wedding. And that's how Jack and all of them get found because the the, the floating eye like finds them because Jack is like, oh, what is that? And then you see your egg go, it's Lopan. And then you know they're they're just talking together and having their their dialogue and whatnot. So yeah, this this big fight happens at the end, and then um um basically. The Lopan goes to kill Jack by throwing a knife at him. Jack catches the knife really quick and throws it right back at Lopan and, and hits him in the head. And it's all in the reflexes. Mm-hmm. So that's how, in the end, Jack wins the big fight and kills the bad guy is with his reflexes with the knife. Um, it's all in the reflexes. And then, yeah, that's when... That's when... um uh, Thunder finds Lopan dead and gets all pissed off, swells up and blows yeah. up. And then, yeah, basically that's, that's, that's about it. Jack finds his truck. That's right. He's after his mm-hmm. truck too. So Jack finds his truck and then, um, they bust out and go back to Wang's restaurant. Um, and that's when this big celebration is happening at the end. Um, Eddie and Margot appear to be a, a thing. Um, Wang and his fiance are united. Ash- and then you've got Jack and Gracie. And they have the most... They, they have a weird relationship. It's like a love-hate relationship. They kiss in the awkwardest scenes. Uh-huh. Um... And then at the end, Jack's leaving, and one of them say something about coming. I'm pretty sure Gracie's. No, she mentions having room in his truck for mm-hmm. for for two, and he kind of shoots it down. It's like, yeah, it's not how I operate, or, you know, blah blah blah. And then um, Margot Mar- Mar- no, Margo goes, aren't you gonna, yeah. aren't you gonna kiss her? 
And Jack just go looks at her and goes, Nah. And and yeah, Gracie, I feel bad for Grace. They <laughs> don't they don't have that final moment like everyone thinks. You know, it's, it's weird. It's, it's a love hate relationship. It's I like, kind of like it. Yeah, there's some scenes where, um. It's like, they, like, it's, they're it's in like, love. And instead then, of a final kiss or whatever, it's just, eh, I'll see you around. Maybe. You know, one of those. It's good stuff. I like it. It's, yeah. it's different. It's 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 unpredictable. Um, and then, at the and end, then basically, final to- scene, you got Jack in his truck, and he's basically monologuing again, talking mm. on his, like, talking in his inner, and channeling his inner John Lane. one more confusing... And then the the creature that we mentioned The creature's mentioned earlier, on the truck the whole time. Creature like, pops up out of the back of the truck. The creature is in Jack's truck. Where did the creature truck, go from? Like, unbeknownst to him. And that... And just cuts. Nothing. Nothing else. And that is that. That's Big Trouble in Little China. Mm-hmm. So... Madeline. Yes. <clears throat> Let's do this. Who is your unbiased MVP pick for this film? I think Jack. Jack's not like the main character, and that's who usually who like I'll pick. But Jack's just funny, and I don't think I've ever met a character this funny in one movie. Like. He's a jack of all trades. <laughs> he's 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 a lot of things. Um, I just love the character and 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 just what's the word I'm looking for? Just this performance of Kurt Russell's, what he brings to the table with this Jack Burton I couldn't character, think of any other like character to play as him as Jack. Like, I just couldn't see another person playing. And him. it's funny because it was something that. This was a movie that basically the way it was uh, made was it was a, it started as a script that was being shuffled around in the early 80s. Fox caught wind of it, but they didn't like how it was too um, like martial arts. Mm-hmm. They didn't they it was just it wasn't what they wanted. Mm-hmm. So basically they got couple guys to, to rewrite the script and then around that time is when they got Carpenter involved Carpenter at first was like yeah but that script sucks not to mention it's too it resembles the Golden Child which was an Eddie Murphy film that came out the same year that basically has the same plot as Big Trouble in Little China and the, the script the script got changed it got tweaked obviously to to carpenter's liking he signed on he gets involved he brings in Dean Condi to shoot like he does for the majority of his films and then the character of Jack Burton uh, the studio uh, Kurt Russell was like an up-and-coming actor but Kurt at first wasn't wowed and it took some convincing from Carpenter. But, I mean, because Carpenter worked with Russell in the past. He worked with him on an Elvis movie in 79. And then 82 with The Thing. So this was... Um, they were familiar together. Mm-hmm. Kurt Russell and John Carpenter. So that's how he got brought on. Um, and while we're while the subject's up, he also happens to be my unbiased MVP pick for this. I can't think of anyone else. Yeah. It's it's Kurt Russell I mean, hands could, down. This is his movie. Yeah, I could see other people picking like no, Wang or. No, no, I could no, see it. Kurt, no, it's, but, it's Jack Burton. This is Jack mm-hmm. Burton's movie. This movie, when they think of this, one of the first things you think of is Kurt Russell. Um, it's just the way it is. Um, yeah. It's also a movie. That yeah, I grew up watching it a lot, um, but there's a lot of movies that are like that that I grew up that I grew up watching. Doesn't necessarily make it a good movie, um, but I would say that yes, this is a a good movie. Um, it's a little out there, but that's what I like about it. Mm-hmm. I want something different, you know, and that's what essentially Carpenter does with this movie. 
and I think that's one of the reasons why I'm I, I'm I like it so much is for that reason that it's different. Um, what's your be kind rewind moment? One of the elevator scenes, um, because I remember there was an elevator scene, and it was it's not the water one. Mm-hmm. Um, I've it was with Jack and Wayne, and they were in an elevator with other people. I forget who. I know you're talking about. Yeah. And as they were going down, Wang and Jack, are, they're just talking to each other, and everyone else is silent. It's an awkward scene, but it's funny, in my opinion. <laughs> and I could rewatch it and think to myself, like, why isn't anybody else talking? But then it's like, <laughs> well. <laughs> That's different. All right. Mine's the funeral in the earlier in the alley. I've always thought of that. I mean, I've always enjoyed that scene. It starts off... It's pretty much the scene that kicks things off for the movie. Um, when I think of this movie growing up, that's the memory that I think of is watching, rewatching that scene. Not so much over and over, but that's like the scene that pops out. That was the scene that I always liked the most as a child. And hearkening back to it now as an adult, having watched it two nights ago. Yeah, it's it's still my favorite scene of the movie is the funeral, and it's it's also an introduction, so to speak. Um, your double feature pairing. I. Just, this is like the only like I guess you can say Chinese kind of movie Asian. that I've actually seen Asian movie. Oh, I thought it was because they were Chinese town. Anyways, um, Asian movie that like I've seen without like an argument because usually I'll be like no I don't want to watch it right um so I chose Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> you know what I'm not even no I'm not even mad at that I'm not I actually kind of like that think about it because you know the scene where um lightning is coming down we're introducing look up and it looks like the um t- Homes from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They also that's, that's what I thought. That's at where first. the character Raiden came from. from yeah, and I was Kombat. like, I was like, hold up, wait, is this a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle film or is this a? Is the Foot Clan <laughs> gonna pop out of nowhere? We're Super Shredder. No, damn babies. So something is that Vanilla Ice gonna pop out and all of a sudden? <laughs> just go, go Ninja, go Ninja, go. <laughs> so yeah, this is like go Bertie, go Bertie, go. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a movie that I've actually seen that I can compare to. Burton, Burton, rat, Burton, Burton, rat, Burton. Oh shit, that's part two. I don't care. It's still Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, The movie I like to go along with this that I picked is another Carpenter, uh, Russell Mm -hmm. movie, Um, Escape from New York that it, it's alright hear me out well, after I watch this I'm still in that Carpenter mood and he's done so many movies of Kurt Russell where it's like the two primo Carpenter Russell well, the three in my opinion you've got this the thing and then Escape from New York and having just watched Escape from New York recently yeah I can see myself in the future doing <laughs> having a double feature with that in this absolutely so, for all those reasons, yeah, my double feature pairing for this film is Escape from New York, also from John Carpenter and Kurt Russell. That leaves us to, finally, Star Power. At first, when I was watching it, I rated it a 4.5. That's why it's on my paper. But now, talking about it and, like, remembering the movie more, I think I tried it a 5, knowing how, like, You do realize what a 5 entails. Five is perfect. Like, this bitch is perfect. I would introduce this to my friends. Okay. I would introduce a... Maybe I gave a three to my friends. What's your point? Why? (laughs) Because even though it's a three, it doesn't mean it's a bad movie. I know, but... An average film is still a good film. Five, it can be part of my favorites. I'm going to remember that. For me, five means (laughs) it can be part of my favorites. I think it's a funny movie. I don't see anybody else who can play the characters they chose for this movie. I don't see anything wrong with it. I didn't have any questions. I understood it. I didn't have any... Homie, as long as you have reasons, you're good. 
I you, you I just, introduced you this. justified your your. I introduced rating. this to my friends just to confuse them, but. <laughs> but yeah. I'm comfortable giving this movie a four four stars. Um, that's how I rated it in my letterbox. That's how I'm gonna rate it today. Um, four stars. That it's it's an excellent movie. It's not perfect, but it's it's that song reflexes. That it's that sweet, sweet '80s like mixture of just you. You've got the the cheesiness. You've got the '80s synth music. You you you've got the cheesy dialogue. You know you've got the character Jack Burton thinking his he's the shit when in reality you're just some sloppy sidekick. You know, but it doesn't matter because to us he's the hero. But in reality, he's a sidekick. I mean, Jack Burton, you know. Maybe if, like, one of my friends said, hey, what do you want to watch tonight for, like, a Friday movie night or something? I'd be like, um, Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> Let's confuse the crap yeah. out of you tonight. <laughs> We're going to confuse you tonight. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, this movie does have a legacy. Uh, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I mean, it... it it's got a caught, a huge caught following. Um, it's also one of those movies that have been rumored to be remade for freaking ever and ever remade. and ever. The latest I heard was um, Dwayne Johnson was in talks to be Jack Burton. What? The, the Rock? Keep in mind that was like a year and a half I ago. I was going to say, wait. No, 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 no. The I Rock mean, could The Rock it. still do it? I mean, I don't see why not, but I, I personally don't want to see this thing remade. I don't want to see... I don't think this film warrants a remake. This is a movie that's kind of like... It's like a original It's its own movie. thing, yeah. you know? And hearing Dwayne Johnson. No, 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 I could not. I couldn't see Dwayne Johnson in a movie like this. You see Dwayne Johnson like, The Rock says it's raining cats and dogs out. It's like, no. <laughs> no. It's like, no, homie. <laughs> He's more of a serious guy. I don't think he'd be in a movie like that. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> doesn't know how to shoot a gun. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> See the rock, like, boom, 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 boom. The rock has had so many action movies with a gun, and all of a sudden he just doesn't know how to use it. Nope. Just, no. <laughs> Anybody else but doing Dorian Johnson, maybe. <laughs> but no. <laughs> I mean, a guy that played in a Disney, a Disney movie. Just... Uh, I don't know, dude. I, I don't think know. they're remaking. I think these are just rumors. And if it does, I'll be shocked myself. I, this is a movie I don't want to be remade. You and me both. So. I don't see it. Yeah. So now, I think that about closes the book on Big Trouble in Little China, mm-hmm. and. That also takes care of the month of September, which means we are now entering the month of October, and with October comes Halloween, and Meaning with Halloween movies. comes horror movies, and with horror and movies come don't... first times, and with first times comes this podcast. And I'm pretty sure in October we have a different schedule, don't we? We yeah, but all, all that's up. That, that all that's up on on yeah. the social medias and stuff. I'm not gonna sit here and go through it again. I mean, I'll talk about the first. Yeah. We have October coming up. The first film we're doing is uh, surprise, surprise, another childhood favorite of mine. Yeah. Uh, Nightbreed, Clive Barker's uh, 1990 um, horror fantasy film. Yeah. But we will be watching not only Nightbreed, but more specifically, we will be watching the Cabal Cut, which is the director's cut. But huh? it was the director's cut of Nightbreed, which <laughs> hadn't seen the light of day until about five years ago or so. So it's on Prime. So <laughs> that's how we're going to... It's on Prime. <laughs> it's on Prime. So if you guys want to watch and 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 so you have something f- something to be familiar with when you listen to the episode it's on prime it's on prime <laughs> so yeah that'll be the next episode and then 
after that, it'll be our 10th episode. And we're we going to be doing something different for every 10th episode. Would be yeah, different. 10th. We're going to do something tenth, different. Yeah, like But, ten. but, but, yeah, but. We're not, we won't. Do we have to get into it now? I'll screw it. It'll be a top 10 list. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the Nothing top. Nothing crazy. It'll be the top 10 favorite horror movies since it's fall in October. Yeah. And we figured what the hell. Just, 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 just I mean, knock it like out. What are we going to do? Top 10 action movies in the middle of October? <laughs> I bought that for a dollar. <laughs> so let me remind everyone while we're on here that they can listen to previous episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, Anchors, Breakers, Stitcher, wherever else you listen to your favorites. Follow us on Facebook.com at Mad Dad Movie Review. Instagram.com. Mad Dad Movie Review. YouTube.com. <laughs> Mad Dad Movie Review. Mm-hmm. And finally, Twitter.com. Mad Dad Movie Pod. <laughs> if, so they got, if, if they want to ask us any questions, if they want to give us any comments or suggestions, requests. At What's the email address? At Mad Dad Movie Review. Uh, uh, how about Mad, no. Mad Dad Movie Review at gmail.com. M A D D A D M O V I E R E V I E W at gmail.com. Oh, I was like, did you just say M A D D? Like, it's not Maddie, and then I realized because I thought it was Mad and Dad. At first, I was like, wait, what? (laughs) That is where you can find us. That has been this episode. That has been. Take us out, Mads. Oh, I'm Mads. And I'm Dad. And this has been Mad Dad Movie Review. Alright, guys. Take it easy. Oh, my God. <laughs>